0: If I could give every person who takes a leadership or management role a little card to put in their wallet, it would say, welcome to the hope business. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without losing your soul or your mind in the process. So you're a leader or a manager or maybe you're looking to become one soon. You may have taken the job or want the job for the money. I can tell you now, it's not going to be enough money. Not for the amount of responsibility or challenges that you're gonna face. Maybe you wanted it for the power. You like the idea of being able to tell people what to do. Well, I will tell you, you don't actually have power. That power is an illusion. You can't make anybody do anything. They choose what they're going to do. Maybe you wanted the job for the prestige. You like having the letters that come after your name. What I can tell you is that no job will ever make you feel good about yourself. Now, maybe you took the job because you care about the people that you're working with, and you want to help them to be effective, and you want to achieve results together. And if so, you're off to a great start. Welcome to the hope business. Because when your team has hope, you have a chance. Hope means they believe in you, they trust you, they trust one another, that you're credible and you have a strategy that they believe can succeed. Everything that you do going forward from this point on is either going to erode hope or build it. Welcome to the hope business. That's leadership. Now, if you're like most leaders, no one's ever told you you're in the hope business. I want to invite you to consider, though, that hope might be the most important thing you can possibly give your team. That without it, you're finished before you even start. Hope is your most important leadership responsibility. Now, why do I say this? At its core, leadership is the belief that if we work together, we can have a better tomorrow. That's all it is. That's hope. But if you're like most leaders, no one's ever told you that, that that's at the essence of what you're doing and you might've taken your role for all those other reasons, But every day you ask your team to try, to think, to solve problems. Why? Why should they try? The only real answer to that question is hope. Because when we work together, we can make things better. Better for our customer, better for one another, better for our families, better for the world. That's the hope business. I know you might be listening, and you're in a situation where circumstances are challenging. Maybe the market has shifted, and you've got to close some element of the business that aren't relevant. You've got to regroup to face a changing world. That happens. Maybe a customer left, or funding didn't come through, or you know whatever it might be. Those are challenging circumstances. What does it look like to be in the hope business in that scenario? Hope is the message that together you'll get through it. Hope is the gracefulness. With which you and your team are able to make that change hope is the way that you call your team to be their personal best even as you go through these difficult times the belief and the practice that no matter what happens each of you are going to be better for the way that you choose to lead through it and there's a popular saying these days that hope is not a strategy and i get that big believer in that concept. If you don't have a strategy to succeed, if you don't have those clear mutually shared expectations and you know what you're doing and you know how you're going to achieve the results you're trying to achieve, if you don't have all of that in place, of course not. But That's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about hope as a strategy. We're talking about hope as the fuel, the belief that together we can have that better tomorrow. Can your team look at you and see that message? Can they hear it? Can they believe it? If they can't, they're going to struggle to do what they're capable of doing. So how do you communicate hope? It starts by painting a picture of the future. Hey, here's what tomorrow can look like. And then it gets to looking at your team and saying, we can do this. We are capable of achieving this tomorrow if we'll work together, if we'll do these things. I believe in you and I believe in us. When was the last time you delivered that hope to your team? I love to answer questions and I would love to answer yours. So send in your question about leadership, management, what's going on in your world. And we can use it in a future episode. To submit your question, you can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. You'll find the appropriate button, and you can leave a message there. Or you can email me at david.die at letsgrowleaders.com. Today's question comes from Michael. David, the episode about the leadership formula for sustained results was very helpful. I can see that I've got a lot of work to do in reinforcing and celebrating and holding people accountable. But I have a question. How often do I need to reinforce the expectations? How often do I need to celebrate and hold people accountable? As often as you're suggesting feels like it would be a little weird. Michael, thanks for the question. This is one of those issues that I think frustrates a lot of managers. How often do you need to be reinforcing expectations? Well, I think I said in the episode, at least every week, if it's mission critical to what you're doing. I can't tell you exactly how often. That's going to depend on your context, on your people, how often they're together, how often they're seeing it in different ways, how often they're having to perform the desired behavior. If it's something that they only do once a year, then you may not be reinforcing it every week. But you might reinforce it every week leading up to it and then every day immediately proceeding. Here's a way I can help you to know that the message is sticking. When you get ready to say something and your people joke, okay, here comes Michael, he's gonna tell us that we need to X, Y, Z, that the most important thing is this, then you know that it's working. When it becomes almost the level of a joke and you're so known for it, that it's ingrained at that level, then you know people have it and have fun with it. Say, great, I'm so glad you've got it. Now let's talk about what that looks like. How are you gonna do it? What's your latest thought on that? How are we achieving that? What's our current status? Run with it, play with it, have fun with it. Don't shy away from that, but that's a sign that you're doing it well. When it comes to celebration and accountability, how often do you get tired of being told thank you or getting encouragement for something that you've done well? None of us get tired of that, so why would our people get tired of it? Now, it needs to be sincere. It needs to not be hokey. You don't want to alienate people by being fake. In some subdued cultures, A simple, hey, thank you, I really appreciate that. Hey, that turned out really well. Hey, I'm really proud of us and what we achieved there. That might be said very mildly and in a few seconds, but it has the same impact as in a different culture, balloons and fanfare and ringing a bell might have. So you got to know your people. You got to know the right way to approach it. But I would say whenever it's appropriate, whenever a loop is closed, celebrate it. And whenever a loop isn't closed, you'll want to acknowledge it and have the conversation and and figure out what didn't happen, what do we need to do next time, or how are we going to close this loop right now? So short answer on celebration and accountability, every time. It never goes out of style. Don't be hokey. Be sincere, but be consistent. Thanks for the question, Michael. Remember, you're in the hope business. Your team is looking to you for a picture of what tomorrow can look like if we pull together and do this. And they need to know that you believe that they can get there. Until next time, be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.